Today, match week 21 in the books. The week was headlined by the fact United came away with two disappointing results, one of which saw Arsenal keep up their torrid pace atop the Premier League. Also had a big Man City win, of course, an Erling Holland hat trick, a part of that win. A pathetic draw between Chelsea and Liverpool. Uh, we'll cover all that was for Match Week 21. Everything from first late first half Tottenham to El Sakiko between Fat Frank and Moise. Not to mention transfer deadline day has come and gone. We'll cover all completed deals from the window and the effects they will have on the rest of the season. This is the Premiership Perusal Podcast. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian. Bunny! Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all? Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. Like a rhinestone cowboy, as Sam would say. You know, we've had a couple weeks here and there where we got FA Cup and it's we're debating taking about away our Premier League. Doing one last week, getting the games out of the way, the recap, and then coming on this week just doing a transfer and a preview. We're like, we're just going to do a whole, just, just one big, one big... One big one. Throw it all together. Had a little snafu last week. Hank thought there was games last <laughs> week, and so there, were, there was no games. But There were no games, were folks. No games. On the FA Cup. Hank's wrong. He's Hank's wrong. wrong. Lots <laughs> of people are talking about the FA Cup. That's a lie. No one talks about the FA Cup because we're talking about the Premier League. Let's get into it. We got Crystal Palace. <laughs> the whole thing in drum voice. First, first match, Crystal Palace versus Manchester United. The first of two draws mm-hmm. for Manchester United, as you mentioned. No lineups because we got like 12 games and transfers and previews. Yes. Yeah, so no lineups. So let's get right into it. They look, United looked better early. I thought there was uh, good energy from both teams Yeah, to start the game. Good, good uh, Selhurst Park night game well they definitely had more possession early i'll i'll give them that but yes i thought palace kind of struggled when it came to uh breaking out in terms of uh from open play they're okay. struggling a bit okay i thought they had some decent possession at times but that's yeah. fair that they weren't uh quite getting the ball moving as fast as they needed to yeah uh a couple chances for united in the first half shaw having a volley and then Hank's guy, Anthony, getting in between two defenders. The spinning man. Goes for the chip. Um, later on in the first half, Palace possession, dropping off. 
United taking control of the match. Veghorst has kind of an awkward looping header. Yeah. Go over the bar. And then great save from De Gea. Nice shot on Edouard. And in the 43rd minute, Manchester United get the opening goal. Erickson makes a nice run, which Rashford finds. And Erickson cuts back to Bruno in space, who mm-hmm. finishes nicely for the 1-0 lead just before halftime. Yeah, they really picked up the tempo there. I thought uh, United went in possession kind of early. They, Like I said, they looked fine, but as the half went on, it really kind of picked up. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, the highlight for me, besides the goal in the first half, was that save by De Gea on Edward. That was incredible. If there was a low light, I'd have to give it to that Rashford free kick at, like, the 39th minute, which might have been one of the worst free kicks of the year. You know what? It happens. Went into halftime, 1-0 United. Second half, United with some good possession, but something that they've struggled with is that end product Oh, yeah, the finishing in this half was so bad. Yeah. It was really bad. I, and it just seems like, I mean, they had Veghorst, but they weren't really getting the ball to him all that much in terms of, like, good crosses. As United legend Mark Goldbridge says, Woot Weghorst. Woot Weghorst, yes. Um, penalty shout for United in the 72nd minute as McTom goes down in the box after minor contact with Richards not given what do you think about that i thought it was pretty soft i didn't think it was that soft but i didn't think it was a pen but it it was it was a genuine toss-up for me okay i think i i think my bias comes in and i see what mctom does to people and i say you don't get breaks well i think my bias comes in because chris richards the american the american you know what i'll say it I like him. I like what I've seen so far out of Chris Richards. Yeah, he looks fine. I mean, I feel like I feel like Anderson's been as good as last year. He's kind of taken a slight step back. Yeah. But Palace, their issue's not defense or keeping. Mm-hmm. It's putting the Although the wide, the, the wide, the yeah, the wide defense hasn't been as good this year. But still, it's not true. Like where that's you're like, oh my gosh, what a weakness. True. Um, and then just a minute later, battle. Of the wind-up merchants as McTom and Zaha get in yes, the scuffle. I had that. I had that noted down. A real clash of evils. You know, my, my favorite part of this half was what was when the announcer just kept saying, "Oh, you know, Casemiro is on a yellow. If he gets another one, he's gonna be suspended." And they're like, "He hasn't got it yet." And then what again? Like the eighty-fourth minute or something like that. Yeah. Like eighty, like at the very, very end. end. And they're like, oh, my gosh, he got it. It's like it was just building towards him getting, like, the dumbest yellow card ever. Yeah, and it was, like, super clear-cut, yeah, guaranteed yellow, kind of stopping the break. Yeah. But they, he had to do it. They should have subbed him off, but hard to take off a guy who's yeah. that good when you need as many points as you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, De Gea had a, another big save this time, Mark Gahey having the free header from the corner. And then the big moment, 90 plus one. Crystal Palace free kick kind of off to the side. Elise steps up, hits the perfect free kick upper 90. Yeah, what was that, like high 20s or like 30 yards out? Uh, yeah, probably far. 30 yards out. It was decently far out, but like a 45-degree angle from that. Just upper 90 top bins. Yeah, a real beauty. 
disappointing. No Sally. For United. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> Boyhood United fan. I don't know. He's French. Um, big two points dropped there. United almost getting it across the line. Not to mention losing Casemiro to the yellow card suspension, mm-hmm. which is amazing how he got five yellow cards so fast after he wasn't playing. For- I mean, there's a lot of ground to cover for United. I mean, there's a reason. We said if United got a six, you know, a guy who can kind of hold down that midfield, yeah. they'd be a whole lot better off. It's a big job, and it takes one of the best in the world to do it. Because so. then he, I feel like he didn't play the first, like, three games. Three or four games, no, yeah. he didn't play. Because he was bought pretty close to the end of the window. Yep. Um, good point rescued from a Palace perspective. Yeah, Absolutely. And then uh, moving on to the next game. I forgot this game happened. Man City. Tottenham. <laughs> I forgot this game happened. Yeah, I think we'd all like to forget this one happened. Well, Man City's attack in this one was really lethargic to start again. Yeah. And it was one of those where, you know, Holland, he, he's kind of had these moments. He had these moments at Dortmund, too, that people don't really talk about, where he, like, kind of misses a good amount of sitters. Hmm. He, he had a couple big chances in this one, but it kept going over. Um, I, I mean, what can you say? Spurs, they kind of get going now. This late first half Tottenham push, I don't really understand it. After being a team that didn't show up in the first half, now they show up right before the end of half. Yeah, it was very unexpected, but you have to say the big mistake coming from Adairson just giving away the ball cheaply. Are right, you sure? Right to Tottenham. <laughs> Are you sure? Right in the in the final third for Tottenham. Cheaply, you say? <laughs> As he passes it right to a guy on the other team. Kulishevsky getting the ball, scoring for a 1-0 lead. And then just a couple minutes later, Spurs doubling their lead in quick succession after Kane's shot is saved and the rebound falls to Emerson, who heads past to Adderson. The Royale with cheese scores, that's when you know it's rough. As That's when you know it's rough. It you know it's rough when you're losing to Tottenham at halftime. Yeah. How is that possible? It really shouldn't. How be. many halftime leads has Tottenham had this season? I would guess maybe like three. Yeah. But City, they came out second half. They got a goal back, fifty-first minute, pulling one back. Mara's nice move to beat his man and get the ball into the box. Julian Alvarez cleaning up the scramble. Two minutes later. They equalize. Tottenham saw their lead go. Yes, it evaporated <laughs> instantly. Instantly. As quick as it came, it left. The house of cards has fallen. Conte must have given a real rousing halftime speech. No one understood, and everyone was just staring at his hair. Yeah, like that's fake. <laughs> Rodri dinking a ball to Marez, who heads over to Holland, scoring easily. Yep. Back on the score sheet. No missing the sitter there for Holland. For Mr. Holland. And it was kind of uh, a little little bit of an onslaught. Yeah, they started pouring it on. Even before they got their uh, the third goal, mm-hmm. they were still taking it to Tottenham. Yeah, Mara's having a chance. And then Kulisevsky, good ball across to Perisic, just a little too hard. It couldn't get on the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then Perisic just said, you know what, defense, no. 
I'm not defending anymore. He he completely sells out for the third goal, trying to get the interception. Yes. As I noted, Ricky Rubio style. Yeah. And Mahrez scoring from the tight angle. And then one more just for fun in the 89th minute. And there's some point of ball up to Mahrez that Perisic makes a terrible attempt to clear. And Mahrez scores 4-2. The comeback all the way back. I don't understand this idea that, you know, Perisic is supposed to have defensive capabilities. He was always a winger in Germany. And when he's yeah. at in Italy, I mean, for the most part, he's kind of a wing back, but it's like you can get away being more attacking in Italy than uh, England. England, if you're going to be a wing back, you'll be all the way around. Yeah. Player. It's but, pretty weird. Pretty weird. But four to two. Yeah. I, I, Man City. At the, I don't know where Mars slots in in your power rankings in terms of their best players, but right now he's going to be like for sure top three, right? Maybe even second. Yeah. What he, do you think? Like Rodri won? I probably have Holland won still because he's just. I think amazing. I'd go Rodri, Holland, Mares. Mares. Okay. I probably have Rodri second, then Mares third, but. Okay. Well, you know. I have an appreciation. And I would have Nathan Ake fourth. <laughs> uh, Rico Lewis. Hey, man. He's going to get some playing time. Mr. Kinsella, see you later. We'll get to that later. Yeah, no kidding. Moving on to the real dud, which, hey, I <laughs> it called could have it. Been, it could have been a 1-0 victory. should have been a 1-0 victory. Uh, yeah, it could have been, but I called it. So You did call it. Hopefully no one watched this game <laughs> other than us. Chelsea, Liverpool. This is the one game we'll do the lineups for, Sam. Pull the line. <laughs> <laughs> we we need is... to see. Uh. Yeah, I mean, the game starts off early. Chelsea have it going. They score. It's ruled out. Kai Havertz scored barely offside. Um, Hank was in denial of the offside. It's You know what? I wouldn't call it. I've seen VAR not call it. They draw their lines how they like. Hank's seen, seen the call through some blue-colored glasses. <laughs> some rose-tinted colored glasses. Um, yeah, I thought Chelsea attack looked pretty good in this one except Mount and Lewis Hall were terrible other than that Lewis Hall had a nice shot across goal (laughs) yeah that anyone with any footballing prowess scores (laughs) um yeah but Liverpool really played themselves into the game and I've been saying it for a while Chelsea's defense is fine like they keep their shape it's just you know a lot of times their attack is what mainly lets them down um Kepa really only challenged once or twice and they were fairly easy so it goes in halftime, nil-nil. Second half, two big chances for Liverpool to start, but again, Chelsea's defense kind of holding strong. And then after about 10, 15 minutes, Chelsea get a very nice attack going. Um, and then Mudrick. We see the debut of Mudrick. The middle part man himself. The neck tattoo man himself. Yeah. What did you think? I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, he looked he a lot better up. than I thought he would do. I like that he was popping up all over. He wasn't just kind of like... Stuck in the dungeon of the left wing. Yeah, he was which going we've back seen, to get the ball, pick it up. Yeah, we've seen guys do for Chelsea. Yeah, where they're just kind of trapped on their own, and they're like, "Someone will eventually get me the ball," and it's like, "Nope, you got to do it on your own." Yeah. Um, I mean, people like freaked out about his one move. Yeah, I'm. I wasn't too hyped about that, only because it's Liverpool's defense. 
I wasn't That's too why. hyped about it because because it hit side netting. I've seen. I'm saying it's anyone could dangle people yeah, on Liverpool. Anyone right now. can dangle. I mean, I've seen I've seen Mikel Antonio dangle people. I haven't. It was that two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Man. It definitely Probably. wasn't this year. No, <laughs> it wasn't this year. Um, but no, he looked fine. Uh, yeah, I think Liverpool kind of turned it on and looked like if anything they might score a winner towards the end. Um, but they didn't. They didn't have that many great chances towards the end. No, I think the final chance fell for Chelsea as Carney uh, Chukwemeka had a good chance, but it was blocked. So nothing too crazy with that one. Finishes nil nil. I'd say draw is probably fair in that one, even though Liverpool didn't truly have a good chance and yeah. Chelsea had the best chances. Even though Hank is coping on the penalty. Penalty? Was there a penalty? Or sorry, disallowed goal. Yes, thank you. Please show some respect. My apologies. Next game. This game. Bournemouth. Forest. <laughs> big six-pointer. Or would it be a one-pointer? It's a six-pointer. It's always Who a six-pointer. Knows. A lot of action in the first half. Wouldn't it be a two-pointer then since they both get a point? It's either a six-pointer or a two-pointer? Maybe. A one-pointer. One team. It's a draw. One team gets zero points. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. You were so bad, you didn't deserve anything. Uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, zero points. How dare you, Chelsea? Get the one. No, no draws. You should get zero <laughs> points. Tony Pulis would not be happy with that rule. I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose that idea to the FA Cup. To the FA or Cup. FA, the the board. <laughs> yes. Um. All right, getting into this game. Some chances in the first half. Gibbs White had an early chance, and then Jaden Anthony somehow getting through everyone. Rolls a chance just wide. 13th minute, four score from a set piece after Gibbs White finds Willie Bowley, who heads across to Ryan Yates. Of course, Willie Bowley ruins it. Willie Bowley was offside. 24th minute, Gibbs White has a go from distance, but his shot goes wide. And then Kiefer Moore, a wide open header in front of goal. That was brutal. He puts it over. That was brutal. That's what you're there for, big man. Yeah. Big Chief boss man. Chief Keefe. Chief Keefe. Let me, let me tell you about Dango. I like this guy. Dango. <laughs> I, I like, like Dango too. Yeah. I like him. Uh, he looked good on his debut. Got his first assist 29 minutes in. A little low cross to Jane Anthony. To Jaden. Not Sancho Anthony. Better than Sancho Anthony. Yeah, yep, there it How is. How about Jaden Sancho? Where is that guy? He just came back from injury, apparently. I saw this today, and I was like, I didn't even know he was hurt. I thought he was just... That guy's been in the dungeon. Yeah, I think he's in Ten Hogs Dutch oven. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Bournemouth, Chance few minutes later, Kiefer Moore and Zimora, but Wayne Hennessy. Yeah. Safe hands, brother. Yeah, for how long? Now that they got Kaylor Navas. That's true. Couple chances. Brennan Johnson from a tight angle save. Then Ryan Christie, headed chance, goes just wide. Goes into halftime. One nil. Bournemouth. But Bournemouth, can they hold on to a lead so far this season? They have struggled. Yeah. And this was no different. They had an early chance in the second half. Kiefer Moore had go 
just wide. And then really the second half was quite dull. Yeah. Up until the goal in the 84th minute where Forrest grabbed the equalizer. Brennan Johnson driving a ball across as Sam Surge taps it in to score against his former club. I'll say it. Brennan Johnson had a really solid January. Okay. Okay. Brennan Johnson truthers rise up. No, I'm not a truther. I He's a truth. <laughs> I, I started a I started the uh, Brendan Johnson may never score again <laughs> streak. He, he just, I don't know, he can't be through on goal. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be playing passes. He gets or, too nervous. Although he did, he did score that one breakaway well, you know, against Leicester. Blind squirrels okay. and all that. Yes. Finishes 1-1. I just am so worried about Bournemouth's defense. I don't know why it's bad, but it's bad. Yeah, I thought their defense was a a bit disappointing. I also I thought they could have scored a second goal. They had some chances. They definitely did. They could have scored three. Yeah. Truly. Really this this draw kind of felt like a loss for both teams, in my opinion. I know I don't know about Forrest. They're away for him so bad that I I think any point they can get on the road is like even if it's against Bournemouth. Well, I think you have to take it. I saw Gary, but Bournemouth, it has to be a win. Gary O'Neill was pleased with a draw because so no. far they've only lost. No, uh, Gary, a draw ain't gonna do you much, brother. No. Anyways, moving on to the next next match: Leicester versus Brighton. I can't believe these two finished as draws. I thought Bournemouth would win for sure, and I thought Brighton would win for sure. That's the beauty of the Premier League, my friend. I suppose. Getting into this match, both teams setting up as you would normally expect them to set up. Leicester kind of sitting back, trying to hit on the counter. Brighton holding the ball, trying to feed young Mitoma. Cooking on the wing, the PhD in ball everyone, dribbling. Everyone would pay Matoma now, like 100 mil. They'd pay 100 mil for Matoma. Look, I'll say it. We Matoma is goaded. We started the Matoma fan club here, and now it's yep. too popular. And I'm still waiting for the guy on Forest. What's his name? He didn't play this week. The guy with the hair that looks fake. Yeah, the Brazilian guy who. Saka. Not Saka. Sancha. Is it Sancha? It's something like that. I'm going to find it. Keep talking about this. Game. Yeah, you have to scroll through like forty thousand. <laughs> he's gonna players play. He's gonna play roster. over all of them, anyways. Yeah. So, anyways, kind of business as usual so far. Brighton. I was a little disappointed. Their passing out of the back was a bit slow. They had the backup center back, the youngster Van Scarpa. By the way, Scarpa Van Hecke slot in for I believe Adam Webster was injured and you could just tell there was a bit of a drop off the passing out of the back was pretty slow especially the possession from the center backs a lot of times it just kind of got stuck between the center backs and there wasn't real progress mm-hmm. but once they could get the ball forward things started to look a little bit better 27th minute who other than Mitoma the goat the PhD Dr. in dribbling. Dr. Dribbles. Dr. Dr. Dribbles. That's a good one. Dr. Dribbles. Cutting inside. Hits a beautiful curling strike in the top right corner. This guy slices. He dices. This is the Japanese buzzsaw. Cuts right through your defense. And he cooks. 
Hold up. Not Chef, this man. Cook. Chef Matoma. Chef Matoma. Hold up. <laughs> Dr. Dribbles, a.k.a. Chef Matoma, a.k.a. I don't know. We got to come up with one more. I, t- I told you it's the Japanese bus. Japanese bus, uh, a.k.a. Japanese bus. <laughs> Uh, but surprisingly, Lester drawing level after a little bit of a scramble in the box leads the ball falling to Mark Albrighton. That's his last goal for Lester now. Now he's on loan at West Brom. I what a name. I didn't even see he went to West Brom. <laughs> yeah, he got loaned West there. Brom's the new dungeon, bro. Uh, West Brom and Wigan. <laughs> Brutal. Goes in halftime 1-1. One, one. Second half, big controversy in the 51st minute. Luke Thomas making contact with Danny Welbeck's foot in the box. Brighton appeal for the penalty, but not given. I wanted it. You know, I saw a lot of Brighton fans that were saying that was a Stonewall pen. I don't know about Stonewall, but I wanted it. There was contact, but it wasn't a whole lot of contact. I want it. I want it for... My feeder club, Brighton. I would lean on the side of no penalty, personally. It's because you're a Lester man. No. You commie. I'm, I'm hyping up Dr. <laughs> Dribbles, a.k.a. <laughs> Chef Mitoma. You're hyping up Japanese Luke Thomas. Poop Luke Thomas. No, there's no, hype. there's no hype about him. No. Um, Solly March was having a real struggle. Starting in the 57th minute, Mitoma tees up a ball perfectly to him, but March... Pulls a Stevie G and slips. Yeah, that was terrible. It's because I, it's because I said that it's the Solly March era. Now he's let it go to his head. That's true. Sixty third minute, Lester surprisingly take the lead. Harvey Barnes, vintage Harvey Barnes, <laughs> after the ball from the corner falls right to him at the back post. The tap in Merchant. After that, Brighton building up pressure. March has another shot at the. Near post saved by Ward, and then Ward makes a nice stop with his leg after a nice shot from McAllister. But in the 88th minute, Brighton equalize Estupinan playing across to young Evan Ferguson. Yes. Finishes with a nice header in off the post. I mean, that header was... The Irishman. Chef's kiss. We're going to Photoshop Evan Ferguson over uh, De Niro and the cover <laughs> of The Irishman. We need to... We need to not de-age. We need to age. <laughs> <laughs> Make him look way older than he is. Aging technology. Finishes 2-2. Two, two. Solid result for Leicester. I guess kind of disappointing for Brighton, but at the same time, you're not going <clears> to <throat> win them all for Brighton. Yeah. I think it was a winnable game for Brighton. It just wasn't their day. Not to mention a little rotation. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Let's get to the next game. Southampton Villa. Good evening. This one had Hank just licking his chops. Good evening. Yes, except for the fact that I had to watch Bizunu, who started off the game almost giving away a pen, but conceded a corner somehow on a play that shouldn't have happened. Um, Southampton content to sit back and let Villa hold the ball coming out of the back, but Villa just not making it hard on Southampton. They really couldn't get past the midfield. Southampton able to easily win the ball back. Um, Southampton actually score a goal, but McAdams was off, and he has cost them way too many times this year. Uh, Villa's first real chance comes at the 30th minute as Ramsey shoots and a rebound goes to Bailey, who skies it. Uh, that was tough. That should have been at least put on net. 
and if it's put on that, it's probably in. But it's nice, quick uh, forward play. And then we got Sam's favorite part of the Premier League. Yes, we're talking about it. The drones. The drones. The drone delay. Stop the match. <laughs> we got a drone. What is that? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a drone. Hey, whose drone is it? Is it yours? It cracks me up when the you know you're reading the the Reddit threads. It's, that couldn't it's be like, me. Oh, 19 minutes of stoppage time. People are like, "This is really serious." I don't think people. I mean, they could be like dropping bombs. It's like. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Not, that's enough Reddit for <laughs> We the can't day. acknowledge. Enough Reddit for the day. Uh, we can't acknowledge those people. I had a note that said, get get Adams off the field. I think he had. That's what they were doing with the drones. I think <laughs> he had as many fouls as passes completed. Or thereabouts. They were pretty close. I used to have a fall from grace. Uh, halftime, nil-nil. Second half. Jones pretty aggressive with second half uh subs early on um and it kind of got southampton on the front foot southampton they get their goal and it was disallowed over an absolute that's a bad call just simply put a bad call you can't disallow a goal for that slight little shove that was terrible uh southampton caused a giveaway and in turn uh give up a three-on-three chance in Villa's box, and they blow it. And then out of nothing, Ollie Watkins, he gets the goal on the set piece as Sam's guy, Leanne Cow, just absolutely whiffs at the front of the line uh, to clear it. 1-0 Villa. Um, Some chances at the end as Gineppo forced Martinez into a save, but it ends 1-0. Not a bad performance by Southampton, but good job by Villa to see it out. They didn't play the way they wanted to, but they took their one chance, and that's really all that matters. Take the three points, you pack up, you get since, out of Since Emery has taken over, I think Villa have the most or second most points possible. Good evening. Big ups to Villa's board for being like, you know what? We have a solid team here. Dean Smith, eh, not the guy. Wasn't bad, but not where we want to be. Stevie G, definitely not the guy. We're sitting in like 16th after we invested a bunch of money. Um, Maybe we just invest a little more money, but less on players and actually bring in a quality manager. Good evening. And look what we got. We got Unai Emery. He's got Villa up to, what, 11th now? Pretty solid. Pretty solid. They're going to go lads on tour Europe. Maybe in a year or two. calling. Next match. The match which El- somehow El Sakiko. didn't end nil-nil. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't believe it. It's a miracle. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's West Ham United Moise. versus Everton. That's right. The Sakiko, El Sakiko, Moise versus Fat. Frank Lampard, F's in the chat. This one started off a bit tentatively from both sides. Neither team really moving the ball very fast, but that's no real surprise. First real chance of the game came in the 28th minute as Ben Rama takes a shot from outside the box, saved nicely from Jordan Pickford. West Ham took the lead 
into the 34th minute after Jared Bone scores from a set piece. Seemed offside, but apparently not. Yeah, is Bowen going to get rolling now that Moyes called him out and said his production was significantly lower than what they needed from him? Well, let me tell you this. Bowen has the baby boost. 42nd minute, he grabs his second goal. Antonio making a run down the right-hand side, cuts back to Jared Bowen for the brace, just like the brace that he had on his wife because she's having twins. How about that? Score. Look at that. Am I right, lads? Come That's on. That's almost as good as my 10 hog Dutch oven joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in, son. Uh, just before halftime, a chance for Everton. Ball falls to Iwobi in the box, but his deflected shot hits off the post. Goes into halftime 2-0. Wow. That's insurmountable for Everton. West Ham in dreamland. Everton haven't scored two goals in years. Millenniums. <laughs> Uh, second half, Calvert-Lewin nearly getting on the end of a ball from Iwobi. Just too far. Uh, a chance shortly thereafter from Idris guy that went wide. I don't know why he's still playing. And then after that, West Ham kind of seen out the game. Had a couple chances. Emerson shot at the near post, saved onto the bar by Pickford. And then Declan Rice making a run forward, shooting across goal, but goes wide. Ends 2 0. Now we're talking about Parasich and like how you have to be well rounded. I feel like Emerson's in the same boat as Parasich, just like too much attack compared to defense for a wing back. That's fine. Hence why he's on West Ham now. Yeah. What a what a good win for West Ham. Yeah, solid win. Get the ball rolling. Some nice momentum. Everton. Obviously Fat Frank is out now. I Sean Deutsch. I don't blame him. A lot of people probably will. I don't know if that situation is salvageable. No, nah, Everton are a cursed club, man. I don't know. I, the, the fact that he saved them from getting relegated last, last season was a miracle. Yeah. And I don't think enough people respect that. Maybe you just bring Lampard in for one year. When you need a one-year patch-up job. He did it with Chelsea when they're under the financial fair play ban. He patched it together, got him fourth. Next year kind of fell off. He's like, he's like third-year Mourinho, but it's second-year Lampard. It's also like, what do you expect? Everton spend no money. How do you yeah. expect to compete with no money? Yeah. You can't. No. You can't. I mean, he was set up to doom. Yeah. To be doomed. Well, can Dyche do it? I don't know. We'll get to that later. But they did sell Anthony Gordon, and they put no money in the club. <laughs> so as Sam just pointed out... Uh, yeah, they're like, we want two signings, and they got no signings. They said, how about we offer 45 mil for Gallagher? No? So okay. they'll be able to splash the cash in the championship on Ross McCormick in the championship next season. <laughs> we need a new Ross McCormick. Yeah. It could. It really. It truly could have been Pookie if every time Norwich came up, they just like loaned out Pookie in the championship each year. Let's get to the next game. Palace, Newcastle. Uh, another one of those games where it just seems like Newcastle play well, but they just don't take their chance. And it's like, how are none of these going in? Mm-hmm. Miguel Almiron, first chance, puts it wide. Newcastle, like I said, in control. Dan Byrne had a chance, blasted it right at Guaita. 
Um, Joe Linton had a chance as he almost scored off like a scramble that came off a corner. But Newcastle in control for the most part. And then out of nowhere, Wilf, a little diving on the uh, on the counterattack. Richards heads it high on that chance right before half as well. Yeah. Chris know, Richards Wilf, almost in dreamland. Wilf just is having the worst contract year. We talked about it last time, but he's having the worst contract year I've seen of like anyone ever. <laughs> it's not going well for him. I don't know if he goes back to Palace because they just don't want him or where he goes just to freshen things up, whether it's a sideways move or not. I don't know. I feel like Pals will keep him. I mean, they've still got freaking Jordan Ayew. I just feel like Zaha probably wants something fresh at this point, but he's not playing like he deserves to play at a bigger club. Yeah, who's he going to go to? Forrest? Nah, gonna, uh, that, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, Didi Hamid. One of the terrific results. Maybe Liverpool could use him. <laughs> um, Second half, Newcastle, not clinical enough. Uh, Had a free header for Wilson, but... Just too soft. Um, the real best chance, honestly, came for Palace as Mateta had an absolute banger, but it was saved by Pope in mm-hmm. spectacular fashion. That was nice save. one of the saves of the year. Um, How about a little J- Jolington-Elise scuffle? That was nice. Isak had a chance right before that, and it was right at quite But, yeah, the shoving match at the end of the game, that's what I, that was that's what I lived for. Jolinton going at it. Elise... Secret Man U fan going at it. <laughs> Newcastle can't get top four. Yeah, well, finishes nil-nil. In Two a good sense, draws for, for Palace. Yeah, in a sense, not an ideal result for Newcastle, but it's not really easy going to Palace. You said Palace plays so much better at home under the lights. There's just Under something the about lights, it. yeah. The day games, not so much. Under the lights. Yeah, it feels special, but... Still, you if you're Newcastle, you need to come away with when they're don't disappointing. Palace, you just got two points against two top top, top four, five, top, top five, four teams. Yeah, yeah that's solid. not bad. Solid, especially we mentioned a couple episodes. You know, this is a tough run for Palace. I yeah, mean, you pick up and they weren't playing. Here, they weren't playing all that well. No, they've really been pretty sound defensively. Uh, they just need to try and find some goals from somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. really care for when they try and play two strikers and Edwards like on the the wing. No, it, no, not a very good use. I'd rather just have another midfielder or yeah, something. Yeah, load up the mid, load up the mid. Uh, but yeah, moving on to the next match. Leeds and Brentford. Another goal is tried. Another we have back to back zero pointers as Sam calls them. Yeah, exactly. I think the new Wilf is uh, your guy, Yanto. Ginotto. <laughs> Ginotto. Yanto. Reminds me of Gnocchi. Yeah, this one was a nil-nil. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Not a whole lot happened. There was a chance right after the kickoff for Ivan Tony, who shot over. And then that that was about it. And that was, that was all she it. wrote. Leeds were playing... Pretty fast, a little hectic, but the chances weren't really there. Went into halftime, nil-nil, if you can believe that. <laughs> Second half, Rodrigo forcing David Raya into a nice save. Their best attempt so far. 
Uh, leads breaking quick. Nanto takes a shot at Raya. Raya near post saved. My note of this game, Leeds got their first corner in the 68th minute of the game. For both teams or just the... Uh, I think Brentford had one. In the first half or something random. I don't remember yeah, one this game. Before this, yeah. I blocked this game from my memory. It shouldn't have happened. It's yeah. a zero-pointer. Yeah. It's a zero-pointer. <laughs> they just reschedule it to be played later on a day where they feel like scoring. Yeah, I mean, no, these aren't, these aren't strong defenses. It doesn't get rescheduled. These aren't the strongest of defenses, although the goalies are fine on their day. But and I think the first one, didn't Brentford smoke leads? Wasn't it like 2-0 or 3-0? Jesse Marsh got a red. Yeah. Weird. And uh, no goals in this one, but that's what it is, I suppose. Yeah, of all, I think I predicted it was going to be like 4-3 or something. I think I predicted like 2-2. Two, two. I mean, this <laughs> definitely had... Like crazy hectic game right now, and it was just both teams are like, nope, actually not. Yeah. You want to talk about a crazy hectic game? Let me tell you about Man City three, Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. Who could have seen it happening? Not me. Uh, yeah. Starts off good one, completely rocked. Like I thought he could have broke his jaw. Like what happened to him? He just got truck sticked out of nowhere. Um, but. Wolves just really struggling to get out of their half in this one. First big chance fell to Holland, and it was a nice save by Saw. This was it. We have vintage Harvey Barnes. This is vintage Jose Saw in this one, Sam. Uh, Grealish shot right at Saw was saved. Uh, then finally the breakthrough. Holland with the header, 1-0. Well, De Bruyne a dime from the corner of the 18-yard box. Once they get De Bruyne in the box... Dropping passes, it it's pretty much over for you. If you're able to keep De Bruyne outside of the box, you're gonna have a, at least a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance of a holding on against City. Gucci Grealish could have had a penalty called for him, but no luck there. And then he also had a shot cleared off the line by Collins, so it should have been two 0 going to the half. And sets one nil City. Second half starts. Gundogan draws a penalty. Holland scores two nil. Uh, Jose Saw passed it right to Mares, and he finds Erling Holland for a tap in on the hat trick. And then Wolves say, "Hey, let's kind of just get something going in attack here." Cunha able to find Podence through, but Aderson saved the chip effort. Uh, Alvarez and Gindawan had some real good chances, especially Gindawan's chance was an absolute sitter that he put high. Um, the game ends with Podence rolling one wide. Finishes 3-0 City. Wolves attack in this was like... It's like a little kid trying his hardest going against like a big kid. And there's just no way that the big kid was going to let it happen. It was just... It was bad by Wolves all the way around. And it honestly... It might be silly to think this. Maybe you just write it off. What would you say? But I feel like this made me feel so much worse about Wolves' chance of staying up. I don't know why. That's a pretty, it, pretty City, tough but critic. They lose 3-0 I just, at the end yet. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I think I don't, you're being a little harsh there. I just don't love what I'm seeing from Wolves. If you said Everton losing like that, 2-0 to West Ham. I think Everton are going down, going even down. with the Dyche. Yeah. But we'll get we'll get to that. 
eventually. Arsenal United. Here it is. Arsenal. Manchester United. Perhaps Huge one match. of the worst games of the year. Definitely. Has to be said. Terrible match. I mean, for me, it was terrible Leeds match. Brentford. Terrible match, Le- folks. Leeds Brentford, far better match. Villa Southampton match of the week by far, not even close. Arsenal got off to a good start in this one. Kind of, they were all over United early. Yes. Even buzzing. Out, uh, as as the half went along, but Arsenal able to get the opening goal in the twenty fourth minute. Through Eddie and Ketia. Granite Jaka kind of picking up that space out on the left, crossing to Enketia. Nice header at the back post. People in Arsenal are so, maybe not Arsenal fans, but people talking about Arsenal, so hyped to get a midfield replacement and plug him in for Jaka. Very yeah. confusing. And I completely ignored the fact that Marcus Rashford scored the first goal of the game. Well, yeah. But he did. He scored the first goal of the game, 17th minute. Yeah, it was a banger. It was kind of out of nothing, though. Yeah, it was out of nothing. That was like their first real chance of the game. Mm -hmm. But Arsenal responded well with that goal, as we just talked about. Yeah, went at halftime 1-0, or uh, 1-1, rather. Went into halftime 1-1. Arsenal looking the better side, but United always having that threat on the counter. Rashford was kind of the guy. He was giving Ben White a little bit of trouble. Tommy Asu coming on at halftime. And then Arsenal pick up an early goal in the second half. Sokka with the rip from downtown. Yeah. Cash Just a blast. Cash. Cash. But things got a little bit hectic as United got a corner. And Lissandro You Martinez. let the manlet win a header. What were you thinking? One just a crappy little header. And they got past Ramsdale. The little chipped header. Yeah, it was kind of a mix-up between Tomiyasu and Ramsdale. Ramsdale not getting a very good punch. Yeah, the rest of the second half was Manu holding on for life and Arsenal doing everything they could to not score. Yeah. And when you have money on Arsenal, as one of us sitting at this table did, and you're just freaking out at every missed chance that goes wide that should be scored. And then you're and then the other one is the Arsenal supporter who's yeah. freaking I I didn't think Arsenal was gonna score, honestly. It did feel like one of those like they just somehow don't score any of these chances. Yeah. And then of course the one that's a scuffed shot and it just so happens to go right at Enketia and he like quickly lifts his leg to just get something on it. The the cheeky little deflects flick. it, yeah. Beautiful. Eddie is that guy he's got that dog in him what are you gonna do when a league uh top scorer florian balagun comes in dude we're gonna rock the four three 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 strikers i don't think so oh three strikers <laughs> all the way up top i think jesus is third in line now i think he's, he's a bench gonna, warmer he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> you're rocking the four four two arteta's going oh, yeah. taking a Shandai page of dice yeah you got to I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, always good to have a wealth of goal scorers in the team. I mean, that was a huge, huge goal, huge win for Arsenal. Instant classic of a match. Yep. No doubt about it. Potentially a season-defining match. I can't believe they didn't give, even though it was a shot, like how does Odegaard not get an assist on that? I mean, it was technically a pass right at him, even though it was a shot. 
Yeah. I don't think it was deflect. I think he just scuffed the hell out of it. Doesn't matter. 3-2 win. I thought United put in a good shift, even though they kind of mm-hmm. had some fluky goals. But, well, one fluke goal in Martinez. The Rashford was just pure skill. Rashford's yeah. on fire now. But you know what I mean. Um. Yeah, tough, tough week for United. Everyone thought title charge. And yeah, here they are. They got a little ahead one, of themselves. One point out of two games that at least one of them are must win if you actually think you're in a title charge. Yeah, definitely got to beat Palace. And this probably had to be a draw. You had to come away with four points somehow instead of coming with one. Yeah. Brutal. Last match. Do we really have to cover the week. this? Hanks, specialty, Fulham versus Tottenham. A little open game back and forth. Fulham pressing up on Tottenham a good amount, making Tottenham uncomfortable. But, um, you know, first real chance fell for D. Cordova Reed, kind of long-range effort. But, you know, uh, I, there was a nice sequence in this game where Fulham had two of the most, like, Brexit tackles you'll ever see in your life. It was, it was great because the advantage was played on both, like, back-to-back. As Mitrovic went in, it was like Hoiberg laying it off to someone. Mitrovic completely crashes into him. It was like laid off to like Betancourt, who then passed it off, and I think it was Paul Unia came in for Briggs to tackle on him. It was just back-to-back, <laughs> took them both out. Um, Harrison Reed, good chance, unfortunately right at Lloris. Uh, if it's any side of him, even just like a foot, it's in. Uh, yeah, I thought Fulham did a good job. Wide cross is always creating chances inside 30-yard box. Just put the ball in the box. Sam's guy, Larice is having a rough go these days, and they at Tottenham truly have no defenders besides Romero, and even then, he's not always a lock to make a great play um, when it doesn't require him sprinting at someone. And I don't think tackling. he's as good as people think he is. Kane had a very nice run for Tottenham to open things, uh, but he skied it. It was really rough. Emerson Royal actually played pretty solid this game. It was unbelievable. He might have been Tottenham's best player. Wow, look at Hank going to the Emerson Royale. And then we have an absolute just – we've talked about this for how long now, but Son's, Son's reputation of people being like, oh, it's not like him to do that. <laughs> he's just going studs up at a guy's like shin. Yeah. Oh, it's not as as it's like the twelfth time this has happened. It's he, not he's like him. a good guy. Yeah, he didn't do nothing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. No, he gets away with the yellow. Should have been a straight red. Yeah, he's a dirty player. Um, Diop, Jop, however you want to say it, and uh, Paulinia set piece chance that goes high, and then Kane right before half it gets the no equalized on the record for Tottenham. Off the one nil curler, perfect shot by Harry Kane. Just shows his class there. It goes in halftime, one nil. Second half, uh, Kane stopped from about five yards out by a big Leno save. Fulham just really tried to go fast towards the end of the game and get the ball up the pitch and get it in the box. But unfortunately for Fulham, Tottenham were able to hold on, and it finishes one nil. As I drop my phone, <laughs> mic drop. Mike drop. Tottenham. Mike drop. Tottenham win at Craven Cottage. Let's talk about some transfers. All right. Let's go through it. We're going to go team by team. We're going to fire through these real quick. Arsenal, Trossard, Kivior, and Jorginho. 
my nightmares yes. come true. Arsenal by another wash Chelsea player. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> Callum Hudson Adoy. Yes. Uh, Not bad business. I would give them a B plus. I don't know about this Kiwar guy. He's kind of one for the future. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care much for it. But I trust Arsenal's defense right now. So that's all I know. What if I depth. told you he broke three records for Spezia? No, for Arsenal. He he's beaten like the sprint, the jump, and something else. You can't out jump. Sandy Cazorla. He's faster so than, than Theo Walcott. He's not faster than Per Mertesacker. Well, that's true. Josard, great signing. Jorginho, solid signing, even though you hate it. Um, yeah. On, honestly, it's the main depth. that, the, yeah, the main thing that sucks about it is he's going to be out of contract, and you always hate having to pay guys out of contract beforehand, but yeah. they needed some midfield depth. Um, Villa, Alex Moreno, we talked about that. Kind of like him. Your guy Duran from Chicago. Chicago fired the pipeline for Aston Villa. I mean, he has good stats and he has like good clips. I've never sat down and watched a Chicago Fire game in my life, but we'll see. It's a prospect. Seems a little crazy, but we'll see. Um, Sending Danny Yings to West Ham. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We even talk about Cedric leaving Arsenal. Your guy Cedric Soares. Yeah. Bournemouth. Dango. I think they got. They spent the third most amount of money or something, fourth? They're going nuts, so. Yeah. They got Dango. They bought another guy from Bristol City. They got Vina, defender on loan from Roma. They got a Ukrainian guy from Kiev for almost like 20-something mil. 24 mil. 24 mil. And then we have Hamed Chorori on loan from Sosulo with an option to buy for 30 mil. Bournemouth. Big money. You better stay up, Bournemouth. They got the American buckaroos. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan said, here it is. Brentford, Kevin Schade, <laughs> Romeo Beckham. On I like how that yeah. makes the list. He plays for their B team. Yeah. Uh, and Vincent Angelini. Yeah, some guy from Watford no one's ever heard of. Uh, yeah, not much. Wow, Sergi Cano's got loaned to Olympiacos. How about that? Wow. Olympiacos. Crazy. Brighton? Not Bright. a whole lot. No, it's more about who left. Obviously, lives in Trossard. Thought they were going to lose Caicedo. The man typed a whole page about how he's he's excited to set the transfer record for Brighton, and Brighton's like, no, 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 no. He's You're like, staying here. I am so happy to be providing funds to Brighton. That's so funny. That's so awesome that he dropped that. <laughs> Shane Duffy got loaned to Fulham? Sold? Yeah, he was on loan, and they made it permanent. I don't. I don't remember And that, that was so that they could bring in Cedric on loan. Otherwise, they didn't have a loan yeah. spot. All right, here Chelsea, Todd Bowley's at the wheel. This guy's nuts. We're here. It was a good meal. It was a good meal. Todd Enzo Bowley Fernandez. spent billions of pounds, but he can't get a damn haircut. Enzo Fernandez, the big fish in the sea. Deadline day special. Yeah, at the death, they get him in. He's exactly what Chelsea need, a deep-lying playmaker that can win the ball. Eight and uh, a half he's pretty much like... Million. He's eight-and-a-half-year eight contract. He's kind of what you would want of a Jorginho replacement. He's more athletic. He can do a little more defensively, which isn't saying much because Jorginho doesn't do much defensively, but 
Obviously, Mudrik, who's made his debut. Benoit Badashile from Monaco, who's looked pretty solid so far. Uh, David Fafana from the Norwegian club Molde. Apparently, he's going to stay with Chelsea. I feel like he might just become like the future striker guy, and I, I feel like eventually once he gets healthy, um, what's his name? Brogia might just kind of be to the wayside, but we'll see. Andre Santos, winger from Brazil. Apparently a bunch of big clubs were after him. Signs with the Chelsea project. Joao Felix on loan. Mr. Redcard debut, we yes. call him. Apparently will be bought in the summer as well. Um, Nani Meduike from PSV. Winger. Can't stay healthy. We'll see how that turns yeah, out. Yeah, he's played like... 90 minutes like six times in Mal- the past five years. Malo Gusto from Lyon, a 19 or 20-year-old who's going to be a fullback for them slash wingback. I actually really like that signing. I feel like that's the signing Chelsea should have made for the last like three years to back up James, Chilwell, Alonso mm-hmm. doing that rather than a Kukurea for 60 mil. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, for Palace... Your guy, Big Albert. Getting and then they alone. got they got a midfielder from Stuttgart for I think I think it ended up being like twelve or thirteen mil. Yeah, I know a lot of people are excited for Zombie. Maybe get some playing time. I eh. don't expect he'll play very much. I don't think he's no. very good. Yeah, it seems like a lot of Arsenal fans are just out on him after uh, that cup performance. I was out on him. Ever since um, the All or Nothing came out, and he was whining about not playing, it's yeah. like, no, you got the wrong attitude. Like, you yeah. got to be hungry. You can't be like, oh, I want to play Who more. told him? Someone, someone said. Enketia. Enketia. Yeah, he's like, stop. I thought it was someone else. No, Enketia told him, like, you can't, you can't be doing that. I thought it was Emil Smith Rowe. I get Enketia and Emil Smith Rowe mixed up all the time. They I look think really Smith similar. Smith at the table, but. They, was, I think it's just they look the same. It's because Eddie and Katia's got that dog in him. I think it's because they look the same. What can you say? What can you say? Everton, big in fat no one. Anthony Gordon out. We'll get to that under Newcastle, but truly Solomon Rondon to River Plate. That is pretty nice. Uh, Fulham, they got Sasha Lukic, who's a kind of holding midfielder, probably provide depth from Torino. Apparently got Shane Duffy. I didn't know about that. And Cedric Soros on loan. I thought Fulham were going to get someone else. They must have not. They must have not signed. Uh, who I thought they were going to sign. Oh, Sander Berga from. Oh yeah. Apparently that must have fallen through. Wasn't I guess. Wasn't it like Newcastle and Fulham were after him? Yeah. I, I think Sheffield probably thinks they have a good chance at coming up. So they're like, fuck it, we'll keep them. Yeah. Uh, Leeds. They actually had a nice little uh, spending spree. Max Wober. I like Wober. him. Yeah, he's solid. I like him. Leeds, I'm telling you, man, Leeds have an underrated kind of scouting department. Victor Orta and their board. <laughs> I like what <laughs> they, they have do. They have an underrated scouting pipeline. Uh, they just buy guys from Salzburg. <laughs> I, I like what they do. Uh, Jorginho Ruter from Hoffenheim. We'll see how he goes for uh, an attack. Some big bucks. Weston McKinney will probably be bought for like, what was it, like 25 or Around there, yeah, that was like thirty million euros. Thirty, or something. Eh. Leeds United States. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, and they got some guy on loan from the Swiss league, Let's Diego Montero or something like that. 
You got Max Click going to DC United. Joey Gellhart going to Sunderland. Hopefully he can play every game because that man deserves it. Is excellent. Uh what was I gonna say? Diego Urente. Hardly knew you. On loan, option to buy to Roma for fifteen mil. <laughs> See ya. Uh Lester. Victor Christensen from Copenhagen, nice defender. They need the help there. Tete on loan from Shakhtar. From what I've seen of him in the Champions League, I kind of like his uh, skill set, but I don't know if he'll settle. And then Harry, the new Ari, Ari Sutar. He's uh, the Aussie from Stoke. He's a big lad. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. He's I, like 6'8", six, 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 Yeah, something, something like that. Big lad. Yeah. Nathan Apuku from FDM Field Masters Sporting Club. This isn't, what's that, like a gun club or something? Yeah. I mean. They, he's really good at skeet shooting. <laughs> that, that's not a the, real football club. No. Iosie Perez on loan to Real Betis for you. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Mark Albright. Mark Albright. Wow. Liverpool. Cody Gakpo. That's what you needed. Cody Gakpo. Just to play him at striker and Darwin Habibi on left wing. Habibi, Habibi. Jurgen Klopp has lost the plot. It's confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Man City. I didn't even know they signed a guy. Yeah, they got per- a guy from... Perone. Perone. Yeah, from uh, what appears to be some... I don't even know where the hell that is. Vele Sarfield? That's got to be somewhere in South America, Central America. Um, Bunch of loans went out. And then the big news, Jacques Cancela, loan slash sold to Bayern Munich. going to be about 70 million pounds. Yeah, completely out of nowhere. So I was looking deeper into it, and I noticed this. I didn't think about it really because he uh, was during the World Cup, but he there's that video of Cancelo complaining during training and stuff about playing, and Ronaldo had to go talk to him. And now apparently Cancelo is mad at Pep that he wasn't playing in like the one Africa of the cup game against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, and Pep. And then there's that video circulating of Pep being like looking at Rio Ferdinand and being like, was the team that when you won your first title the same as the sixth? He's like, no, you have to change things up. Guys' motivations change. Your motivation change. You got to change things up. Yeah. So Pep's like, hey, if you don't want to be a team player, you're out of here. I can sell you. Adios. And to be honest, Kinsella wasn't move. as good as last year. That's true. So maybe, That's you know, true. cash out what you can. I trust Pep. I trust Man City's infrastructure. Yeah. Got but got room for Rico Lewis now. Absolutely. Can he just stay number 82 forever, though, or whatever <laughs> number he is? Man, you, Butland, Woot Weghorst. What Lord kind of Army. name is that? Woot Weghorst. <laughs> Marcel Sabitzer on loan, option to buy. I like that's that. Not, that's not bad. I like it. Kind of sucks for you that Erickson just is out three months now. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, who we got next? Newcastle, Anthony Gordon, the big, yeah, the big one. Then Harrison Ashby coming from West Ham, kind of yeah. backup fullback. Hey, don't sleep on Garang Cool from uh, Australia. Hell yeah, brother! And then going Anth- out on loan. Anthony Gordon, I, I really don't understand. Um, yeah, I don't understand it either. Is he? It, I'm telling you, Eddie Howe's gonna make him into it like a wing back he's gonna he's gonna make it work somehow turn joel linton into an eight that's true uh forest wow they got scarpa on a free this window that's where that guy came from i don't this think guy he was doesn't on even have a clickable link 
<laughs> You're not allowed to see his profile. He's not real. He's a government agent. Chris Wood on loan, Felipe on loan, Kaylor Navas on loan, and they buy John Joe Selvi. 30 signings in a window, Sam. Not only that, they've already shipped out some of the guys that they got <laughs> in the summer window. Yeah. Uh, specifically, they, I'm up they there. didn't list them, but the Huddersfield lads are gone. Yeah, brutal. Southampton, who spent the second most money, they get Orsic, who is a World Cup hero from Dynamo Zagreb, Carlos Alcarez from Racing Club, who we've seen a little bit of, James Bree for less than a million pounds from Luton. That's Nathan, just the Nathan Jones pipeline. Nathan Jones dipping into the well. Um, and then they get Kamaladeen Sulemana. And what I've seen of this guy, I actually kind of like him. He's kind of a winger type guy. Looks like he can score in terms of outside the box and stuff. So I think he'll provide a spark that... They may, may need in Southampton get a striker from Gank. It's the big lad, the six eight lad, Paul. Yo, We're just calling him Paul. Paul. Yeah, big Paul. big Paul. Big Paul. Stick him up front. Ooh, I don't have much faith in this guy, but we'll see. I mean, I'll, maybe all you need is Ward Prowse to swing a few balls into him, and he's six eight, and he can just win some headers. Yeah. Southampton seemed like they were maybe interested in the that striker from Portugal. Yeah, who went to Marseille for 30 mil. Yeah. Who apparently was rumored to Brighton, and then Brighton didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Tough scenes when you reveal your scouting report too soon. Tough They scenes. also were going to go for Ings on loan, but Ings would only go via a permanent move. Uh, Tottenham, they they hijack Everton's move for Danjuma. Yeah, is that really winger. where you want to be, hijacking Everton's transfers? Well, they didn't really hijack Sissoko, but they did steal him from uh, from Everton. They're like or uh, Newcastle when yeah. I think he was rumored with Everton at one point. Sissoko, never forget. Uh, and then they finally get their main guy Pedro Poro, uh, yeah. wing back. They need it. They need all the help they can get out wide. They cut Doherty. They couldn't loan him. They already loaned too many guys out, <laughs> so they just cut Matt Doherty. What are they doing? I don't know. You I just spent him to pop off at Atletico. You just spent like 15 mil on Jed Spence, and you immediately, immediately loan him out to France. Brian Heal, you spent, what, like 25 mil on the last S- window? Send him or... back to Sevilla. Adios mio, Tottenham. Don't do this to yourself. West, West Ham got a guy from Brazil, apparently. Luis Ao. And they get Danny Ings for 15 mil. I can't believe Villa got 15 mil for Ings. Yeah. I mean, they He's paid 30. 25 mil for him. I know, but that's incredible they got 15 back for him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Craig Cra- Dawson. Yeah, the Wolves. Going to Wolves. Who saw that one coming? Cunha, Wolves, Lamina. Wolves really got it going here. Sarabia. Dawson. Bentley. There's a tweet that was really Joel going. Gomez. Got pretty popular going around. That was like, it was just a picture of Paulo Bolo Sarabia. And I was like, this is the most Wolves player to ever exist. Just a picture of him. And he's like, it's just funny because he is. He looks like the most Wolves guy ever. Respect. Yeah, let's see about this Joe Gomez guy. I have no, I've never seen tape on him. I don't know what to expect, but 15 mil, that's pretty uh, substantial bid. They must have some plans for him. Yeah. 
Leonardo Campagna. Do you have any... Um, Inter-Miami. You have any... Gonzalo Cuedes back to Benfica. Oh, my God. Well, they just bought him from Valencia, but I think he was originally on Benfica in his yeah, career. Right. Just the fact that they loaned him, him already. off. Already. Brutal. They're like, no, no thanks. Um, Is there any team that you feel like really solidified themselves near the bottom or top or a team that really made themselves better? I think Southampton definitely. Really? I'd only give them like a C plus. Well, considering it's Southampton. I mean, they, I mean, the fact that they signed anyone they, was yeah, impressive. They spent the second most, and I don't feel great. I I like Leeds. Leeds? Okay. I like uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth was solid, Splash too. the cash. I really wish Fulham could have got Berga. I would have loved that window. I would love what they were doing. If Everton could have brought in anyone, you flip Gordon for two guys or something that can patch it together and attack, that would have been nice. Yeah. Even if it was just you flip Gordon and then bring in Gallagher, that's a net positive move. Everton... Not signing anyone, disaster class. I don't know how Dice does it. I think he'll have a good effect on the team. I don't know how he does it. That They don't have anything. I couldn't do it. I couldn't walk into that dressing room every day and think, yeah, we're staying up. I'd be like, It'd be we're s- getting relegated. I just don't. Like, Anthony Gordon hasn't been good for a while, but, I mean, I really struggle to find what they have going in attack for him. But I do think they had to get rid of Gordon solely for the fact that like he clearly had some attitude issue in terms yeah. of like he needed to get out and he's better than them. You can't have that when you're That's in a relegation scrap. Getting linked to Chelsea would do to a man. It's just like, oh my gosh. But um Yeah, I just don't I don't have faith in them. Lampard's not the problem. Their board won't spend and it's brutal. I suppose we have to say Chelsea are winners too. They did like a five-year rebuild in the span of <laughs> six months. Chelsea did a five, no, not a five, eight and a half year rebuild. <laughs> yeah, it, the five, that's too short of a term. Oh, uh, man. If only I could look Arsenal, into the future. Arsenal's up there for a good window too. They filled the gaps. Yep, that's all you can ask for. You don't want to do too much. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Brentford were the real winners in this. Because I don't remember who they even brought in. Not not much. Kevin Shad. Let's uh, let's go through it. Let's go through the, the games coming up here. Chelsea-Fulham tomorrow at the bridge. We just had this game. We also just had Man U Palace. The London Derby. <laughs> uh, I mean, Fulham hasn't been playing as well lately. But still, Darby, you throw that out the window. Chelsea, some new guys. Apparently, Enzo Fernandez is going to be in the squad. It's going to be tough in terms of getting guys to mesh and stuff for Chelsea. But, you know, given their quality, I would suspect they, they pull out like a 1 0 win. Yeah, I'm going to say 2 0. Everton Arsenal. You Trap can't. Game. You can't. Trap game. You literally can't. Trap we just game. talked about how bad Everton are. <laughs> Everton beat Arsenal. Last season. Congratulations. When they were playing even worse. I think Everton beat Chelsea twice last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life comes at you fast. Um, They got the Sean Dyche master class coming up. I can't wait for him to rub his head. 3-0 Everton. <laughs> I hope he walks up right to Arteta and rubs his head right in Arteta's face and shakes his hand. Uh, This, this might be a little tougher for Arsenal, 
just because Everton will have the managerial balance boost. But I'm going to go uh, 2-1 Arsenal. I'll say 1-0 Arsenal. Villa, Leicester. Villa Park. I really like this one. This is one of the three games that I really feel good about this week, Sam. How so? You feel good about Villa? Yeah. Getting the dub? I do. So I'm, you, I'm keeping the streak you, you, riding. You thought, you thought Brighton. That was at least at Leicester. Okay. As long as Leicester don't have James Madison, I'm just not going to feel good about him. Sue me. That's fair. Not to mention Villa are kind of rolling. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Leicester, I think they'll hang in there. I think 2-2 two, two again. Okay, I'm going to go Villa uh, 3-1. Brentford, Southampton. This is another one I feel good about this week. I don't feel good about this. Really? I don't want to watch this game. Well, you're gonna watch. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna clockwork orange tape your eyelids back and make you watch. Me and Thomas Frank. Thomas Frank will have one eye. Nathan Jones will have the other. I can't and I'll watch be holding Nathan the... Jones football anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the Southampton uh, signees, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a good Brentford win at the G-Tech. I'm going to go with a uh, nice 2-0 win. I'll say 1-0 Southampton. No, you won't. Why would Southampton beat Brentford? Well, we'll see now, won't we? Yes, we will. Southampton are going to lose this. Brighton, Bournemouth at the Amex. Brighton going to get rolling again? Brighton's about to get dangoed. Really? Dangoed. That's my prediction for the week, dango scores. 2-1, though. I just don't feel two good one. about Bournemouth. 2-1 for Brighton to win? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, Man U, Palace, at Old Trafford. It's Palace, Palace have won at Old Trafford, haven't they? Like, one time they mugged them off. Try to think of all the random, like, like middle, middle table clubs. I know Swansea had those couple years where they won back-to-back. West Brom did it once. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Palace have Wolves, done it. Wolves did it last year, I think. I don't know. Um, Pal's playing better. I'm going to go United, though. I feel pretty good about that. I'm going to go with a uh, 2-0. I'm going to go 3-0. Wow. Wolves-Liverpool at the Molyneux. This game's illegal. <laughs> you have to illegally stream it to find it. There's one camera rolling. It's 480p. <laughs> Someone's cell phone in the crowd. How How have Liverpool let themselves drop so far? What a they don't what spend on depth, and what they do spend on depth is on like Fabio Carvalho. It's like five mil. Yeah. It's like that's not gonna cut it. They got uh, the ultimate monkey's paw. They're like, I want to win the title, and they're like, Oh, okay, wish granted, but you're gonna be absolutely garbage afterwards <laughs> and not spend anyone and watch your team dissolve into deal back to where <laughs> they were. <laughs> deal, yes. Um, yeah, I mean. I know I just shit on Wolves, but they definitely do have a fighting chance in this game. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. 1-1, no, one, no. One, yeah. No, that's no. why I was leaning toward it. It's one or the other, 1-1 one, one or no. Liverpool no. away. <laughs> All right, Newcastle West Ham at St. James's Park. I like Newcastle. How so? <laughs> at home, it's a fortress, West Ham. Not very good despite winning the last match against This is the third game I feel really good about, but now that you say Newcastle, I feel less good about it. It's very strange. Yeah, you should. I 
something about something about man. Newcastle scoring. Yeah, Sometimes it has been concerning. It's spooky. Uh, but West Ham's defense, I don't really trust it all that much. No. And I definitely don't trust their attack. I'm going to go Newcastle 1-0. Callum Wilson. I'm going to say 2-0 Newcastle. This might be one of your favorite games. Forrest leads. You know, the thing about Forrest is it's like watching a new team every every game. Not really. You see, you say this, but... Because they have so many players. Yeah, you say this, but I feel like Cooper <laughs> literally uses the same guys. I feel like he does. I feel like it doesn't rotate. The uh, owner's okay, like, okay. Steve Cooper, I bought you 30 guys. He's like, yeah, they all kind of suck, so I'm just going to roll with these 11. Yeah. Joe Warhol, get in there. Let's <laughs> sneak in one. one yeah, game. one new guy. Yeah. Remo Froiler, actually, you're going to sit. I'm going to play this guy. And then he plays 45 minutes. He's like, yeah, you'll never be heard of again. I feel like this has to be like a 1-1. One, one. I feel like someone's guaranteed to win this game, and I just have no clue which way it's going to go. I'll go Forest 2-1. Spurs versus Man City. Why? What's what's why? What's happening? What happened with the schedule? Who's making the schedule? They just played. <laughs> why do they do this to us? All right, I'll say it. City four nil. Yeah, maybe, maybe you don't think Tottenham can get two fluky goals before halftime. Uh, Tottenham normally hands it to Man City for whatever reason. But that's not going to happen. Not this year. No. I'll say 2 nil City. Um, what do we have for midweek action? We have one or two? It's just this one. All right. Man U leads. Leads getting shafted the Sunday, then Wednesday game. Yeah. At Old Trafford. I think Marcus Rashford brace 2 nil United. You're not allowed to make two predictions. You already said that. But wait, Django. Dango. 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 Uh, yeah, I mean, I would honestly crap my pants if United lost this game. Uh, They're going to get a Weston McKinney master class, and then people nil. are going to be like, we Ti- should have bought Weston McKinney. Second half of the year, we're doing a title charge. <laughs> All right, Gary Neville, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> You've never seen that, that clip of that guy? It was the I guy. F- it was the, yeah, it was the Man U fan who did the original. He was the, it's like, Moise, Feline, Cleverly. I need him out. That guy, the bald guy. <laughs> There's one a couple years ago. I think it was when Mourinho was uh, in charge. And he's like, second half of the year, we're doing a title charge. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first from Hank. Title charge. Not for Manu, for Leeds, actually. <laughs> Leeds. Weston McKinney. Lead us to glory. Oh, great Weston. I mean, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams. Can't be stopped. Don't forget Brandon Aronson. Good night. <laughs> good, good, good night. Sweet bald Dutch oven master. It's Air gonna be the beginning of the end for the fraud, the fraudulent one. I Air saw Ten something Hog. that people were like, "Oh, he's already in a final six months on the job." It's like, okay, congratulations on getting to the most crapshoot final. You played. Forest in the semifinal. <laughs> I mean, I think that says enough. Yeah. yeah. How, how does how does Forest get into the <laughs> semifinal? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no one tried. Um. All right. That's it. That's it. Until next week. Adios.
mis amigos. Tango.